Hi, I'm Rumbi, and I'm just a normal Christian girl doing what she loves to do, and that's speaking about Jesus. Welcome to my podcast. A space where we motivate, encourage, and help each other walk boldly in our journeys with God. Each week, we discuss lessons from the Bible, relevant topics, and much more. So grab your Bible, bring your coffee and pens, and let's dive straight into today's episode. I'm your host, Rumbi Tsachimisa, and welcome to Just a Normal Christian Girl Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Just a Normal Christian Girl Podcast. If it's your first time here, hey, my name is Rumbi, and this is a space and an online community where we can all help each other walk boldly and unapologetically in our journeys with Jesus. I hope you're all having the most amazing weeks ever. Personally, the past few weeks, I've just been studying for exams. So I do hope you all are having a better time than I am right now. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you that you are precious to Jesus. Think about the most rare, expensive diamond in the world. The value of that diamond is high, right? And whoever owns that diamond is going to look after it. I don't know about you guys, but if I owned that diamond, I would not let it out of my sights. To us, diamonds have an extremely high value, but they are nothing compared to how much Jesus values you. So you might be having a rough day, you might not feel the best, you might feel like ugh, and not see the beauty and value you possess. But I just wanted to remind you that you are precious to Jesus. Yes, the world might not see you as precious, but let's be honest here, the world focuses on the wrong things. So half the things the world sees as precious, God's like, what are you doing? The king of everything, Jesus, he loves you. He called you. He chose you. He redeemed you. Us as imperfect, sinful people, we look after what we value. How much more will God, who not only possesses perfect love, but is perfect love, look after what he values? And he values you. I saw this beautiful quote on Pinterest and it says, I am the daughter of a king who is not moved by the world, for my God is with me and goes before me. I do not fear because I am his. You know, when I first read this quote, I was like, cool, great, kept scrolling. But then I was like, wait, wait a second, this is who I am. And I not only read this quote again, but I accepted it in my heart and I believed it. It changed everything. So I want you to receive this and claim this. You are the daughter, or if you're a guy listening to this, you are the son of the king who is not moved by the world, who is not moved by COVID. No, COVID did not surprise our king. For your God will be with you always, and he will go before you. You should not, and you do not need a fear, because you are his. So walk like it. Talk like it. Dress like it. Don't dress like you're trying to show the whole world your body, because you are precious. So I just needed to remind someone of that, and get that out before we got into today's episode. I really do love starting off these episodes with friendly reminders. 
Because yes, most of the time we know these stuff, but it never harms to remind people. And I find that sometimes I need these friendly reminders myself. Guys, I'm really excited for today's episode. I know I say that in like every episode, but I really do love studying the Bible with all of you. Today's episode is going to be a lesson in obedience. The Bible says in 1 John 5 verse 3, For this is what love for God is, to keep His commands. And His commands are not a burden. I love what the CEB version says. It says, God's commands are not difficult. When I first read this, I was like, what? I find some of God's commands very challenging. But anyway, John 14 verse 15 says, If you love me, you will keep my commands. Guys, one of the ways in which we show our love for God is by being obedient to Him. When we read the Bible and when we come across commands from God or things God tells us to do, like love our neighbors and our enemies or honor our mother and father or forgive those who sin against us, we need to read it, one tick, and then we need to obey them by applying them in our lives. James 1 verse 22 to 24 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Now, you would think that someone who looks at his face in the mirror and forgets what he looks like is silly, right? But guys, that is how we look like to God when we read his word, but we don't obey it by applying it in our lives. One of the things I noticed myself doing when I was young was reading the Bible one, but when I came across certain commands, I would be like, God's not talking to me, he's talking to them. Or I would only choose certain commands to obey. But as I've grown, thank you Jesus, I've learned that God's commands apply to everyone. But also that we can't just pick and choose which commands best suit our needs and our lifestyle and our personality and our diet and then only obey those ones. We need to stop this selective obedience thing. Whatever God tells us to do, we should do it. Just as we should obey God's commands in the Bible, we should also obey and do the things He has revealed to us personally and told us to do. For example, maybe God has told you to forgive someone who has really hurt you. Maybe God has told you to serve in church. Or maybe, again, just an example, God has told you to start this business idea he has given you. I want to look more at this topic of obedience in the story of Jonah. I think we all know the story. You can find the full story with all the juice and all the details in Jonah chapter 1, 2, 3, and 4, which is the whole book. The whole book covers the whole story. In this episode, I'm only going to read certain verses, but I do encourage you to read the full book of Jonah in your own time. So Jonah chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 says, The word of the Lord came to Jonah son of Amittai. Get up, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because their evil has come up before me. Jonah got up to flee to Tarnish from the Lord's presence. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarnish. 
he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to tarnish from the Lord's presence. So God tells Jonah to go to Nineveh and spread his word there to lead the people into repentance because they were sinning against him. But because Jonah didn't want to do what God wanted him to do, he did not do it. He went in the opposite direction and tried to get away and hide from the presence of God. But how many of us know that you can't escape from the presence of God? Psalms 139 verses 7 to 8 says, Where can I go from your spirits? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. So clearly Jonah did not know this verse, guys. But guys, it's so easy for us to look at the story and be like, Jonah. Jonah, 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 why didn't you just obey God? Like, how stupid are you? But some of us are like Jonah as well. There are certain things God wants us to do that we are running away from. Some of us are running away from our purpose. Some of us, God has put stuff on our hearts that he wants us to do and we won't even think about it. Some of us, God wants us to forgive someone and we won't even look at them. Guys, God wants to use you, but not everything God tells you to do, you're gonna like. But just because we don't like it doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Some of us are waiting for God to tell us things we want to hear, but reality check, we might and probably will be waiting for a long time. We might not like what God is asking us to do, but he isn't asking us to like it. He's asking us to be willing, to be willing to step in faith and obey him, even when we don't want to. Just because there's certain commands the Bible we don't like, doesn't mean we should not obey them. So Jonah didn't want to do what God told him to do. And it makes perfect sense why he didn't want to do that. The people of Nineveh were extremely, extremely wicked people who rebelled and sinned against God. So I guess he was looking at this assignment and was like, yo, God, I, I can't. And then he ran away. He went to Joppa and found a boat going to Tarnish. He went aboard that boat, away from where God wanted him to go and away from his assignment. Guys, there's always going to be something that will try and stop you from obeying God. There's always going to be a boat you can hop on that will prevent you from doing what God has called you to do. The devil is here to steal, kill and destroy. He will try and distract you from your purpose. He will give you a bunch of excuses why you should not obey God. He will do anything to make sure you end up going in the wrong direction and onto the wrong boat. Whatever God is telling you to do, do it in faith and say yes. Yes, it might seem scary at the time. Yes, the storm might seem so big, but the Lord hasn't called you to do anything he hasn't prepared you for. Whatever he is telling you to do, you can do it through him. Guys, just as Jonah is told to lead the city of Nineveh into repentance, we're told to do the same thing. Matthew 28 verses 19 to 20 says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. We are commanded to go and lead people towards repentance and towards Jesus, just as Jonah is. And again, coming back to the selective obedience thing, Jonah thought he had a choice, like he could choose if he wanted to obey God or if he didn't want to obey God and everything would be fine. Guys, when God tells us to do something, we need to do it. And I know I've said that a lot during this episode, but it is so true. God didn't just wake up one day and write a bunch of commands and assignments that he wants us to do because he was bored. No, we serve a very intentional God. So as the story continues, Jonah has gotten onto this boat with his men and God caused a storm to come up upon the boat. And what I thought was very interesting was while the storm was happening and the men were on the boat panicking, Jonah was sleeping. So let's read that chapter 1 verses 49 and it says, Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid and cried out to his own God, and they threw the cargo into the ship to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below deck where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. The captain went to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. So they asked him, Tell us. Who is responsible for making all this trouble for us? What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? He answered, I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. After Jonah did not do what God wanted him to do, and while others were facing the consequences of his disobedience, he went and had a nap. To me, guys, this shows that to Jonah, disobeying God was not a big deal. But God saw his disobedience as it was, as sin. So many of us don't see disobeying God as a big deal. And the reason we don't see it as a big deal is because there's a lack of the fear of the Lord in the world we live in today. Fearing God doesn't mean being scared of God like we're scared of spiders or snakes or lions. Fearing God is about living a life that reflects that you take him and he's worth the Bible seriously. It's about obeying his word and not making a mockery of it. It's about knowing and understanding that yes, we serve a loving and compassionate God, but also knowing and understanding his power and might and that he does not tolerate sin. It's about knowing that God will discipline us out of love when we are not obeying him until we learn our lesson and until our hearts are led into repentance. I think a really good example of what the fear of God does not look like is the story of Moses and Pharaoh. 
Through Moses, God told Pharaoh to let his people go. After God had showed his power to Pharaoh by bringing disaster to his land and sending the angel of death that killed his firstborn son, he finally let the Egyptians go. But then later on, Pharaoh's like, wait a minute, what have I done? So he and his officers went after and chased the Egyptians. And it's like Pharaoh so quickly forgot the might and power of God. And because Pharaoh did not fear God, he brought destruction to his whole nation. If Jonah had feared God, he would have done what God told him to do. And if the world feared God, we wouldn't see so much chaos and sin today. Secondly, guys, what I found was interesting about the verses I just read was Jonah needed the storm to wake him up spiritually. If it wasn't for the storm, Jonah would have kept sleeping and he would have kept going in the wrong direction. God is trying to get Jonah's attention here because he has no business on that ship. Some of us are in a place where we are not supposed to be and we are heading in the wrong direction. Some of us are sleeping on our purpose, sleeping on our assignments. And in order to wake us up, God has and will bring a storm to rock our boats a little and get our attention. So as the story continues, the men throw Jonah into the sea and the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow him. While Jonah was in the belly of the fish, he prayed. He praised and he repented to God. Three days later, the fish vomited to Jonah on dry ground. Now I want to read to you guys chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, and it says, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. I love how even though Jonah rejected this assignment the first time, God never gave up on him. Jonah repented and God gave him another chance to say yes to him and the assignment he had given him. Don't get discouraged if you've maybe said no to God in the past or if you've been disobedient to him because no one is perfect. We have a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance to say yes to him and to be obedient to him every single day. So what is God telling you to do today? Many times we know what God wants us to do, but if you don't, ask him. Are there certain commands in the Bible that you have been ignoring? Go up in prayer and ask the Holy Spirit, our God-given helper, to help you through it and to help you obey them. When I started off this episode, we read 1 John 5 verse 3, which says, For this is what love for God is, to keep his commands, and his commands are not a burden. And I said, I find some of God's commands challenging. And it's true. Obeying God isn't easy sometimes, especially when everyone around you is doing whatever they want. It can be so tempting to go with what everyone else is doing and disobey God in the process. And so that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. Before Jesus went to the Father in heaven, he promised and delivered the Holy Spirit. And if you want to read more about that, you can read Acts chapter 2. But guys, God sent us the Holy Spirit because he knew we were going to need all the help we could get. 
The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same spirit that lives inside you as a believer. So acknowledge his presence and ask him to help you walk in faith and be obedient to God. Dear God, I thank you, Lord, for giving us your word so that we can read it and learn to be more like your son. I pray, Lord, that you help us understand it, but then also apply it in our lives by being obedient to you. I pray that you give us the strength and courage to walk in faith and do whatever you call us to do each and every day. Holy Spirit, I pray that you help us say no to our flesh and say yes to God and what he wants us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. So guys, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and listening to this. If this episode helped you out in any way, please share it with someone who might need it. Rate and review this podcast and subscribe. Guys, if you have any prayer requests, you can always email me at christiangirl.podcast at gmail.com. Guys, I cannot wait for another Bible chat. But in the meantime, I want to encourage you to continuously seek God. And I encourage you again to read the book of Jonah. Remember and never forget, Jesus loves you and you, my friend, are precious to the King of Kings. Stay blessed. Peace.